and welcome to another episode of Careering, where we interview fearless females about what makes them tick both in business and in life. I'm your host, Lori Halter, and I can't wait to have you here today's episode. Let's jump right in. Hey guys, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Careering for the first day of 2022. I hope everyone has had a great start to your year. I personally am so, so excited to begin this year. I feel like I'm happier and more productive than I've been in a really long time. I think part of that was the break from holiday. Part of it is some things that have happened in my life, but also a big piece of it is just staying positive and knowing that good things are owed to us. As our first beginning episode for 2022, I'm going to start a monthly theme, and the theme for January is Be Your Own Happily Ever After. I think there's so many things we can do, guys, to make ourselves happier, less stressed, and basically giving ourselves more grace this year. So I want to share some of that today in a solo episode. We have Fleming Ford coming up in our next um, hosted episode with a guest, and she is fantastic. You're not going to want to miss her. But for today, let's focus on the theme that I had in mind. So essentially, to me, be your own superhero of 2022 means giving ourselves grace and loving ourselves. I was having a conversation over the break. I can be really, really hard on myself. As I know a lot of you, I've spoken with a lot of you, and I know you can be as well. So as over the break, I was having a note with a friend, having coffee with a friend, and she said, Lori, what do you think would happen if this next year you stopped judging yourself so much and instead started loving yourself? And you guys, I have to tell you, this made me stop in my tracks. It's such a simple thought, but so powerful. And especially for me, I carry a lot of guilt. I'm a middle child. I grew up in a divorced family. I really was the caretaker of everybody. I felt like I was the one that needed to keep the peace. And so I've had a long life of like making sure everybody's okay. But the one person that I never made sure was okay was myself. So 2022, my only resolution, you guys know I'm huge on goals, but my only resolution for 2022 is to be happy. So I want to go through with you a little bit today, um, some stories, thoughts, share with you some of my journal readings from 2021, and then give you a step-by-step plan for how I plan on being the hero of my own story in 2022. This also came about, I was listening to some episodes from 2021. If you have not had the chance to do so, go back and listen to some of our guests. They share such incredible, amazing things. And one of the things Jenna Spikert from Open Table said was, I don't think we give ourselves enough grace and others enough grace. So let's really begin by giving ourselves enough grace and giving others grace. What does this look like? I'm going to give you an example. Um, I think some of you know that I, even though I'm high producing and I'm very confident, I'm very independent, I also struggle with a bit of anxiety. And this anxiety comes from not feeling like I'm doing enough or not feeling that I'm worthy enough. So I'm really going to tackle that this next year because listen, we're all doing plenty. If you're doing the bare minimum, you're doing enough. <laughs> and I have my notes. So I'm going to be listening. I'm going to be doing my notes. But one thing that um, I thought may be helpful is to give you an example of something that happened to me where I felt like I wasn't doing enough and then explain the way that I kind of worked through those steps to uh, try to deliver in 2022 a better version of me. 
So the example is the holidays. We just got off of the holidays. Holidays are crazy town for me. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I'm not a huge fan of Christmas. I'm so sorry. People call me a Grinch. When Christmas stories and music begins and right after Halloween, I get so irritated because I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And I can't help but feel like Christmas is just kind of commercialized. And also there's so much pressure, especially on moms, to make it magical for everybody else. So here is where a prime example of me not giving myself enough of a um, high five every day, basically. Um, I had a number of things I wanted to do for Christmas and they included like, you know, making gingerbread houses, uh, hanging up the lights, getting a real Christmas tree, which y'all nightmare, just like FYI to yourself. If you get a Christmas tree for the first time and you don't have someone helping you cut the bottom of the tree, mine was dead in like two weeks because they hadn't done a fresh cut. <laughs> That's just a side note, fresh cut the Christmas tree. But, you know, setting up the Christmas tree, getting the lights up, making sure the kids had awesome things, moving the damn elf. If I could find, like, the elf on the shelf lady, I would, like, take her down in a sprawl because I'm so irritated about moving the elf. So I had put all of this pressure on myself for January, for, I'm sorry, for December. And one of the things I did this year was I was super stressed out. I, we didn't have lights. I had to move. I think many, many of you know that I got divorced in 2021. And so I didn't have someone to help me hang lights. And my kids kept saying, mom, we have to hang the lights. We have to hang the lights. And I just was like, gosh, I just really don't want to hang the lights. I just feel like that's just too much going on. So what I did is I bought a little projector that projects the lights on the outside. And we get home, we plug it in, we're all excited. And the, literally, you guys, the projection of the Christmas tree is I think like a foot by a foot on this <laughs> It was the saddest little Christmas tree display you've ever seen. So as the month went on, I was really worse and worse about the fact that we don't have any lights. Also, our studio's amazing. People do incredible things. They're like lit Christmas packages out in people's yard. Like there's a you know polar bear with its kids playing on the front yard. People have like hung Christmas lights and garland. And they're actually people get so crazy in my neighborhood that there is a walking tour of the lights in my neighborhood. So this is a prime example of something that happened to me to where as the month went on, I'm like, geez, I really should go out and hang those lights. I really, really should. It, it, the kids deserve lights. Christmas deserve lights. Y'all, we didn't need lights. We did everything else. We did everything else. We did the cookies. We decorated the sugar cookies. We went to our friends' houses. We delivered care packages. We gave back to the community. I mean, we literally did everything but the lights. And yet I was still beating myself up about lights. Why am I telling you this super long story about lights? Because it was one example of a way that I could have just given myself grace and just said, look, this year is just too much for the lights. But instead, I beat myself up about it over and over and over again. So this is what we want to work on for 2022. This is big for me. I'm a huge resolutions person. I like making goal. My one resolution for this year and my only resolution is to make myself happy. Maybe two, maybe two, give myself grace. So um, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the idea of giving ourselves grace in others' grace. And more importantly, as we go through the themes each month this year, I want to give you specific steps you can take to follow along with me and try to make it a better year for yourself. Number one, how do I give myself grace? I think it's really important to explore your judgments. So let me give you an example of this based on the lights. 
I'm looking at every single other house in my neighborhood, decorated to the hilt, ready for the walking tour. Our house has this sad little one foot by one foot tree projected on the side. I could have easily gotten into judgment land, but I did not. I stopped myself because you guys, judgments are the quickest way to misery. I'm telling you. So here's what I want you to do. Step number one, I want you to list all of the judgments you're making about others. It can be like, um, that person doesn't seem like they're taking great care of their kids. That person did not hang lights. They're terrible at Christmas. Um, this person hasn't been a good friend to me this, um, year. My boss was not very nice to me. And I feel like he doesn't have emotional intelligence. List them all out. And then the th one of the things I've learned through the self-care I've done over the years is judgments are a mirror of what we feel badly about in ourselves. So as you list these judgments, I want you to list all the judgments. And then next to those judgments, I want you to really take some time to think about what is it about this personal judgment you have that may be reflecting back on something you feel bad about? So the lights, let's just go back to the lights. Um, I was making judgment that everybody else on my in my neighborhood had the ability to hang the lights. Their houses looked fantastic. So the judgment that came back to me based on that was that I didn't do enough and I'm not enough. I'm not worthy enough because I didn't do this one little thing of hanging up the lights. So for each judgment, like another example would be, let's say you feel like a friend of yours isn't parenting well. That actually, friends, is like you saying, I feel like I'm not parenting well. So list all your judgments. And the next to the judgments, I want you to list the things that you may be really hard about on yourself that's fueling those judgments. I think you'll be amazed at what you find. After you do your judgments, I want to also talk about what you would tell a friend in this similar situation. So I'm a super good friend to my friend. Like I'm very supportive. You literally can't tell me anything as a friend without me like coming to your aid and saying, no, nope, you're doing enough. You're an amazing person. You're an amazing human being. Guess what? When it comes back to me, none of that. I go into negative self-talk. I'm like, you're not doing enough for your kids. The lights don't take that much time. You're being a weenie. Get the lights up. So I want you to next, maybe even you write a letter to yourself. It needs to be like, what would you tell a friend? So Lori, if you had a friend come to you and say, I feel bad. I didn't hang lights for my kids this Christmas. What would I say back? What I would say back to them and what I should be saying to myself in this situation is, are you kidding me? You're such an amazing mom. Look at everything you've done. You've done sugar cookies with the kids. You've given back to your community. You've donated money and gifts to people in need. You've wrapped a bajillion Christmas presents. You've moved the damn elf I was talking about earlier tonight. Um, you know, you're creating this magical Christmas for your family and the lights are the least of your worries. That is what I would tell a friend. So if you really have to like write a note to yourself as if you're writing to a friend, about the issue you're feeling badly about and you're judging yourself about, I think you'll find that you are much harder on yourself than you are with any of your friends. And let's be honest, guys, we need to be our own best friend this year. We've slogged through a couple of years of hell. COVID's been super hard. You know, I got divorced. I've watched my kids suffer in my hands by ending my marriage. There's a lot we can feel bad about. But when you're talking to friends who love you, all you find is support and grace. And so by taking the path and writing the letter to yourself from a friend, 
you're able to see the situation in a new perspective and understand that like you're being so much harder on yourself than you are anyone else. It's, I think it would be really great for you to do this, to practice this exercise. I'm gonna really work on it for myself. If I have a negative thought pattern that's developing, I'm gonna start writing myself a letter as if I'm the friend myself and see what comes out this year. So do that for me. If you do, I would love to hear what comes out of it and what you think. Like DM me, email me, reach out to me over LinkedIn. You know, there's a there's an opportunity to respond even on this podcast. So I would love to hear everybody's letter to themselves or the general theme that you're giving yourself. Okay, then I think your next step is who is fueling these feelings in your life and who needs to stay and who needs to go? This is a big one. And I will say I did this in 2021. This was a major, major piece of my 2021. If people were not actively giving me positive thoughts and vibes, if I left after coffee with them or a phone call with them, and this counts clients, friends, family members, if I did not have a good feeling and a positive feeling, they were swiftly taken out of my life this next year. That doesn't have to be, be as harsh as it sounds. You don't have to like denounce your friendship, but it means like really, really focus on being the person that people want to be around and think about the people that you want to be around. So maybe what this looks like is you sit down one morning over your coffee and you write a list and it's like, Here's the people who have, who support me. Here's the people that I leave feeling good about myself. Here are the people that encourage me. And if I come to them with a new business idea, they're like, yes, go, go rock star, go. These are the people we need in our corner. I also want to note the other people that need belong in this group are the ones who believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. I have had several, several supportive, amazing friends and colleagues who, when I tell a lie about myself that I've told myself. For instance, I'm not good enough for hanging lights. They come to my aid and say, no, 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 no. We see the real you and the real you is a rock star. Guys, look for these people. If you do nothing else from this episode, do this one thing. Sit down and figure out who your energy vampires are. Energy vampires is a term from Jonathan Fields, who did a book called How to Live a Good Life. If you've not read it, go out immediately after this podcast and go get it. It's going to change your life. It's going to change your life. But he talks about vampire um, energy vampires. So an energy vampire is you go out and after you have time with this energy vampire, you actually feel depleted. Your fuel is low. You're not where you need to be. You're like, geez, that was so difficult. Guys, these are energy vampires and they need to be taken out. (laughs) Okay. Also along those lines, are you an energy vampire? Who are you? How are you fueling your own internal spiritual self? And are you showing up to your friends in the way that you want to be? So I wanted to do something kind of fun during this part. Um, I had a mantra for all of 2021 that helped me, not necessarily a mantra, I guess, like a daily assignment. And it was me determining what uh, the universe was trying to teach me. So I have a real problem with feeling worthy. Um, and so my like daily affirmation was, how did the universe show you yesterday that you were enough? And I thought it'd be kind of fun. I'm going to grab my journal, which thank you, Catherine Nickel for my amazing journal. Uh, it says there are always flowers for those who want to see them. 
which is something I believe so, so profoundly believe in. I thought I'm, I'm just going to skip to a couple pages from my journal from this session and read you what I had for um, how the universe showed you were enough. Because the thing I want to, to prove is that it's not, these aren't big things. It's not supposed to be like the universe showed me I'm enough by giving me a $10,000 a month client or by like my kids miraculously deciding that they want to spend their entire week with me instead of their teen friends. These are small, small things. So like, let me give you an example. Um, yesterday, the universe showed you you're enough by lights and dinner out spent with your daughter and friends reveling in the magic of the season. That was one of my universes enough. Um, let me see. Okay, yesterday the universe showed you you're enough by penning a huge deal with a client for 2022 and a growing partnership with a friend who's moving beyond personal friendship and into a more legitimate place. That was like, that actually was kind of a big one because dude, I'm rocking business right now, you guys. But it doesn't all have to be. Um, okay, here's a great one. Here's a great one. I had Thanksgiving without my kids for the first time this year. So tough. Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. So very, very hard day. This was, I just flipped to this, this random one. Here's my Thanksgiving one. Yesterday, the universe proved you were enough by getting you through your first Thanksgiving without the kids and you allowing yourself the grace, grace being key, to feel and process the hurt and disappointment instead of running from it. So like, I think when we do this, especially when I do this, I do a daily um, practice of looking for what happened in my life to prove that I'm worthy. It's really made profound changes in me and the people around me. And so I really encourage you, what would, what could be your mantra? Mine for, um, so mine for 2021 was how did the universe show you you're worthy? Mine for 2022 is write one thing about yourself you love today. Because I've been reading a ton of books right now, a lot of stuff by Mel Robbins on you telling yourself something that you love about yourself is almost the equivalent of someone else telling you. And what happens is if you do this, think about doing this for 365 days a year, 365 love notes for yourself for the year, you're bound to begin believing it. It's going to actually create new synapses in your mind and new neural pathways that show you how loved you are. And guys, that can come from you. It's such an easy thing. It's such an easy daily reminder. So think about that. Like, what do you want to have? What do you want to prove to yourself in 2022? And can it be a part of your journaling exercise? So where like you're honestly looking every day for what that is. Okay, here's the other thing. Um, are you giving the energy that you're looking for? So if you're not happy, I hate to give you some tough love, but the reason you're not happy entirely resides in you. You can change it. Now, I know there are things that happen in our lives. I know I have a dear, dear friend of mine right now who recently found out about a cancer diagnosis. She could be breaking out and going through chemo and telling us all it's hard. And I'm sure it's so hard. I have no idea how hard it must be for her. But you know what she's doing instead? She's posting on Facebook the things she loves and the gratitude and the people who have been there for her. She's posting things that people have done for her, brought by for her, showed up for her, for all of us to follow along. And you guys, it is literally the sweetest story of gratitude I've ever read. Like it inspires me every day. You know who you are, friend, who's doing this. I'm not going to 
like put you out publicly, but I have to tell you that what you're doing right now around your cancer is one of the brightest, most beautiful things that I've seen anyone do with their life to date. So this is another example of just a way that someone is going through a really difficult time, but they're not letting that difficult time define them. They are determining the vibe that they bring to that situation. And as a result, they're sharing their light for all of us to enjoy. How can you share your light this year? How can you share your light for others to enjoy? Lennon Doyle, who's the author of Untamed, talks about this a lot. She said her writing and her ability to relate to people through her writing is one of the ways that she shines her light for others to enjoy. And as a result, millions and millions of people have been inspired by her books. Okay, so once you decide on all of that, this kind of goes back to a little bit of the judgment. Comparison is the thief of joy. Guys, stop comparing yourself, stop. Everyone's running their own race. And let me tell you, if you are comparing yourself on social media, that needs to stop right now because I am on social media. Part of the careering part of this is like building an audience for the podcast. Not everything I'm posting on social media is like, I am definitely curating what I'm putting on social media. I, I'm not, I didn't post when I got separated. I didn't post how hard it was the day we told our kids. You know, that maybe I will, maybe I need to this year, but those were personal things going on with me. And so did you see those things? No. So don't let social media dictate who you're supposed to be. You are exactly the right person you are at exactly the right moment in time right now. Stop comparing yourself. Stop. And finally, I want to talk about daily affirmations. So as I said before, I get super, I can get super anxious. And it really ramped up after my kids were born, a 14 and 16 year old. I would literally, you guys, wake up in the middle of the night and be thinking about the fact and beating myself up over the fact that I had put a fruit roll up in the kids lunch. I'd be like, oh my God, I cannot believe I put a fruit roll up in the kids lunch today. How lazy can you be? Why aren't you making those creative bento boxes that the women in Japan make that have like the amazing, you know, Hello Kitty characters in them. And I would just go round and round and round and sleep would go further and further and further from my mind. One of the things I focused on in 2021 that has really helped me, I'm gonna definitely continue this next year, is noticing those negative thought patterns, stopping them in their tracks, and finding a way to rewrite the story. The way I've rewritten the story is meditation. So if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm thinking these things about fruit roll-ups, which who cares about fruit roll-ups? Let's be honest, I'm the best mom in the world to put fruit roll-ups in my kids' lunchboxes. They're stoked. And also so are their friends who keep stealing the fruit roll-ups. But like stop obsessing over the fruit roll-ups. And then I start a meditation. And I have a mantra that's like, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're loved, you're worthy. That may not work for you. Maybe meditation doesn't work for you. But I want you to start noticing how often you beat yourself up during the day over decisions that in the long run, guys, are not a big deal. They're not a big deal. I'm not feeding my kids alcohol. I'm feeding them fruit roll-ups. Let's be real. Is this the worst thing in the world? No, it's not. Um, and like health food bloggers, please don't hate mail me. <laughs> last but not least, I'm going to tell you, I had a really, really difficult year this last year, but nothing lasts forever. And this is the most important lesson. Nothing lasts forever. If you're having a really difficult, you know, day, week, month, year, number of years, which I had, nothing lasts forever. I'm looking forward to the most productive and happy year I've had in a very, very long time. 
And I think a big part of that is just rolling with the punches and realizing every day that this is not going to last. Like the feelings of hurt and sadness and fear, those don't last. They're actually a gateway. That's actually showing you that you're moving toward the most amazing period of growth and happiness is coming for you. So if you're staring down 2022, like, oh my gosh, another year of like, you know, kids home from school, COVID's running rampant right now. Um, I, you know, we don't have enough money. My husband just got laid off. I just got laid off. I'm not being good enough to my kids. I can't stop yelling at my kids. Just know this is a moment in time. It is just a small moment of time. Better times are coming. All right. I think I've been on my soapbox enough. Let's be honest. Who cares about the Christmas lights, you guys? Are you with me? Who cares about the Christmas lights? I want to wish you so much the best 2022. I'll be right here with you. We're going to do something new this next year for careering. I'm going to take a theme every month, and I'm going to do a solo episode and have a guest to talk about that episode. Our January episode is making your best um, year yet. Our February episode is going to be ways, easy, easy ways that you can love yourself. Valentine's is coming up, and I know it's hard for those of you who don't have someone in your life to love you. But guess what? You do have someone in your life to love you, you. So the February theme is going to be how to love yourself more. I hope you guys enjoy this um, format. Let me know if you like it and if you like the solo episodes. And let's go rock 2022. We deserve it. All right. I'll see you right back here on the next episode with Fleming Ford of Quantum 5. And she's going to go over with us not only how we can have grace with ourselves, but how we can have grace with our employees, our employers, and our coworkers. Okay, have a great 2022, guys. I believe in us. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a review or rating on your podcast player of choice. If you have a future female leader that you would like to hear on careering, please leave us her name and contact information at the link below. Thank you. Thank you.